He just sent 33 billion in militarized aid to Ukraine. Some central banks are reporting losses. We are now seeing flash crashes. Let's get into our crypto news because it is good. Pelosi can go into a war zone to check on Ukraine, but hasn't been able to take a plane ride down to our southern border all year long. Rosie Rios had issued more currency than anyone in history. Pretty sure that's why she sits on Ripple's board too. If you're a snowflake that gets offended, then you've probably already left anyway. So good luck. God bless. All right, YouTube, good morning. It's June 21st, 2022. Another day plugging away here, trying to figure out what to do during the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. We got a plan for you amidst all the fear, uncertainty, and doubt. I understand it's getting tight out there. I understand that an abrupt correction is underway in the words of Christine Lagarde, head of the European Central Bank, former head of the IMF, and good friends of Brad Garlinghouse and Ripple. Let's get into it. At the time of this recording, Bitcoin is trading at 21,400, Ethereum is at 1100, Cardano is at 50 cents, and XRP is at 3331. How about that? 3331 for your XRP, the triple three, okay? Market uh, still in the bull trap rally here. We're waiting for the correction back down to the downside. It might be a while. I figured that we might be hanging out here for a minute before they liquidate us and send us much lower so stay safe out there we're going to get into this current events news update this ties together more than just cryptocurrency not only do we want to uncover the truth help you guys find out what's going on but we have a plan for it at the end we will cover that briefly for you guys in this rather quick update let's run through it real quick okay so yesterday megan kelly just happens to be at the vatican she says, unusual activity at the Vatican as reports break that Pope Francis may be about to resign, and we are there. How, how random. Wow. Okay, let's see what happens. Okay, we, know, we understand that there's shakeup at all of the old guard, all of the old systems, all of the old ways of believing. Uh, and, and so let's see what happens here with the Pope. Okay, we'll watch that one closely. Chuck Calesto reporting this. Now, I'm just reporting this. You guys can be offended. You guys can figure out what this means to you. Breaking now, Texas Republicans push for a referendum to vote on the state seceding from the United States in 2023 at meeting that declared Biden's win illegitimate. So, I'm not here to tell you what to believe, but I'm here to tell you that the Republican Party in Texas just voted to declare Biden's win of the 2020 election illegitimate. Not me, Texas Republicans. Don't get mad at the messenger. Okay, And now that same group has voted to secede from the United States in 2023 are you guys ready for the chaos to continue? We are in for a ride, folks. Okay, let's scroll down here from Torre Corton. I think is how you say his name. He says, do not listen to these men with open mouth disease. And he's got all the picture of the Bitcoin Maxi, everyone making the O face uh, for the uh, thumbnail. And I've been, you know, always just trying to keep it real with you guys. You know, I, I make a little thumbnail here that's a little cute, whatever. I'm pretty basic with it, and I probably could do better. I'd probably get a little bit more views if I went crazy like this. But I have a little bit more self-respect, and I think that this is kind of silly. Um, remember, we want to have you guys understand the uh, situation. And uh, we're not we're not here to dramatize the situation in ways that, um, you know, stretch the truth uh, Bitcoin to 80k. Look at all these thumbnails, right? It's just nonsense. And so you're not going to get that here on this channel. I appreciate all of you guys so much for joining me this morning. 
AEX crypto exchange limits withdrawals after a $1 billion bank run. The modern day bank run, the crypto bank run is underway. Okay, another exchange limiting withdrawals after a $1 billion bank run. We are figuring out who is solvent, who has the funds during this chaos. What a time to be alive. XRP community, Jed is running out of XRP, at least out of his taco stand wallet, the wallet that he's been dumping on XRP holders forever. He's down to 129 million XRP, it looks like. So, you know, that's good news. He's running out of XRP. Reminder, though, this is not stopping Jed from selling his XRP to himself in another wallet. There's nothing that stops Jed from holding on to this remainder of 129 million XRP. There's nothing stopping Jed from selling the XRP to his friends, to other financial institutions, right? Like... In my opinion, Jed is not just dumping it out to the open market. Jed is dumping it. He's, he's giving it to his friends, family, and remember that he has ties all the way up to the tippy top of that pyramid, the tippy top of the Federal Reserve and the central bankers, uh, the private central bankers hiding in the shadows with Jed McCaleb in his taco stand wallet that is nearly empty. So he's got all of his friends and family build up on XRP. He's got a little bit left to go, but just so everyone understands that situation, the only limits that Jed has is on how much he can sell per day. Okay. There, there's no stipulation like he has to sell that XRP. No, he doesn't. Um, maybe out of spite of Ripple and XRP, he's dumping it on purpose. I don't know. Don't really care. The fact of the matter is, is that Jed's little bag here in the grand scheme of things is just another small hurdle in the staged events against the XRP Ripple community, the stall tactics, the suppression of this world reserve currency that's as liquid as a G10 currency partnered up with 400 central, sorry, banks and financial institutions and 50 central banks, multiple central bank digital currencies already built on top of it. What's your crypto doing? Continuing on, Gold Telegraph, around a third of China's fuel processing is out of action as the world deals with a full-blown energy crisis. As the United States was draining its petroleum reserve, China ramped up purchases in its oil reserves. Unbelievable what is happening. It truly is. Uh, we got Sleepy Creepy, Can't Ride a Bike, telling us what to do, running the show, okay, while these other countries are moving quickly against us. Um... Let's see how the program in El Salvador is working out. At the time of this recording, it looks like El Salvador has lost $56 million by gambling on Bitcoin. So this guy here, um, what's his name again? I Naib? I can't remember his name. Looking like a Bitcoin bro right here with the backwards ball cap telling us to buy the dip. Remember, they went from buying thousands of Bitcoin at a time to now they're buying like a couple dozen, uh, and they're at a $56 million loss for that country. So um, I don't know what's worse. You know, you get sleepy creepy for us, or you get a Bitcoin maxi as a president that's just bankrupting your country. <laughs> Take your pick, folks. It is worldwide staged chaos, a controlled demolition of the world financial system. Hope you guys have a plan. Now, incumbents, this is from Link2, quote, incumbents such as Swift are now increasingly being mentioned alongside underdog alternatives such as Ripple. This, along with recent developments in the SEC court case, is ultimately further evidence that, oh, we lost it. Let's scroll back down. Further evidence that Ripple's future is secure. Okay, so I wanted to talk on this real quick. Um, it is now being reported that Russia created their alternative to the SWIFT system. We have no idea what this is, but I already have people saying, okay, does this mean that 
XRP's dead. No. No. In fact, it very well could be built on the back end of XRP or interoperable with XRP. That would be the best case scenario for them, at least for wholesale payments. But our hopes and wishes aside, the fact of the matter remains, the value of SWIFT is 11,000 member banks. So when Russia goes off and does their own thing, or some other country goes off and does their own thing, that's cute, that's fine, okay? But they still need to tap into a network of banks across the world. They still need to tap in to these markets across the world. Derivatives, commodities, currencies, everything that is traded amongst the world. These international networks like SWIFT, the power is in the network. It's the same thing with technology, right? In, in the internet, and uh, you're seeing it now, social media, now we got Web3, Right? Everyone's hyping up their uh, blockchain gaming project, even though uh, only a thousand nerds are playing some stupid game. That's not a network effect. That's not going to get you very far. Same kind of deal here with Russia. So I'm interested to see what they're doing. You know, Russia, China, the BRICS nations are all moving away from SWIFT, all moving away from the U.S. reserve currency status. This is fantastic. We love to see it fall apart because we have a plan for this moment. We understand that if we didn't prepare for this moment, we will lose our standard of living. For most Americans, actually, they are going to get caught up in the mix of losing our status in the, in the world. So for us, um, you know, the interoperability of XRP, XLM, these other utility cryptocurrencies that can tap in, CBDCs can be built on top of and interoperate with each other. That's the value of networks like this. So whatever Russia did, you know, it, it's all part of this reset and it's good to see. You know, it's, it's very good to see. So the SWIFT system needs to be updated. It's a messaging system from the 70s that we're still using 50 years later. So it is due for upgrade. Is Russia making their own SWIFT alternative, the XRP killer? Absolutely not. And I want to encourage everyone. I'm not trying to demean anyone. I just really, guys, please take a step back. Look at all the research. Look at all the partnerships. Look at everything that we've put together. Do you think that one little announcement is the death of XRP? Where have you been? What are you looking at? You got to subscribe to the channel. You got to look at all of the breakdowns that we've done. Subscribe to the other XRP YouTubers that actually give you straight facts, the partnerships, the data, the information that we put all together for years now. One little announcement. Oh, the death of XRP. Where have you been? <laughs> Come on, check back in, right? Um, yeah, we're, we're not going anywhere. Nowhere. And it's in the best interest of all of these groups, all of these countries to tap into networks like XRP, like XLM. So at the end of the day, whatever they end up doing, you know, we'll see how it plays out. But it is definitely not the death of XRP. Oh, yeah. So right down here, this is from Watcher Guru. Russian government organization has created a blockchain platform for international payments to replace the current SWIFT system. So it's like the same thing. JP Morgan launches a coin. Oh, my gosh, this is the death of XRP. No, these are walled silos right like on the farm you got the silo right you keep one type of grain in the silo you got another silo you keep a different type of grain there's no interoperability you know you can't mix them together that's what's happening right now instead of building out pipelines infrastructure payment flows that connect between all countries and banks and financial institutions that's value that's the network effect that we're talking about so when one outlier creates their own thing, like a JP Morgan, like a Russia creating their SWIFT alternative, um, it actually only increases the use case, the need for a neutral bridge asset so that Russia doesn't have to trust America, so that El Salvador doesn't have to trust 
you know, whoever. Okay. Okay, here we go. Once again, another food processing plant erupts in flames, this time in Wisconsin. Believe we're approaching 100 such coincidences since 2021. You guys let me know down in the comments below. Are they trying to kill us? <laughs> Just playing. Um, yeah, you guys let me know what to make of all this. Over 100 food processing plants. 100 such coincidences. You guys let me know down below, okay? So... Now we got from BlockWorks an ETF that bets against Bitcoin is set to start trading Tuesday in the United States. So today you are now going to be able to, uh, when you're making your bets at Wall Street at the stock exchange, you're going to be able to buy this ETF that is a Bitcoin short. So remember, going back to the last bull run, they created the CME futures. Uh, <clears throat> and, and so that allowed uh, people to start betting uh, the futures on Bitcoin back in 2017, 2018. And if you remember, Christopher Giancarlo, he was at the Treasury Department and he said that they used the launch of the CME futures to rein in the cryptocurrency space under Trump's watch, uh, under Trump's Treasury Department. They wanted to rein back in cryptocurrency. So they launched the Bitcoin futures, uh, the CME futures, and that allowed people to start betting the futures of Bitcoin and it ended up raining back in Bitcoin, bringing it back down and basically crashing. Um, so we talked about how if a B Bitcoin ETF does get approved, we were talking about how that could have been a top signal back in um, October, November, December, back uh, just a few months ago when that was being considered. So now we finally have one where you can just short. I, I think that, yeah, ProShares, I believe that all you can do is short with this ETF. But nonetheless, guys, let's see how this plays out. Not looking good. And of course, it's all part of the SEC's operation against the average Joe Blow cryptocurrency holder, the average investor that is just trying to make it, that they're supposed to be protecting. Instead of approving a Bitcoin ETF so that people can trade um, you know, these products and in and, and these markets that they want to safely, instead... Of approving a Bitcoin ETF, they approve this Bitcoin short. <laughs> so that's uh, Gary Gensler's little little uh, offer to us. Okay. Exactly, Lori. We had the coal trains derailing. Yeah, a lot of uh, activity like that underway. And I'm not saying that this one was uh, basically a, an attack that coal train. But we've actually seen them in, in my area as well, uh, like the Greenpeace or w whatever they are, um, you know, climate change activists set. Um, what did they do? They, they basically sabotaged the train tracks in my area just a couple years ago, actually. It was a, a, a nationwide story and they did they did get convicted, um, actually. So it, it was in that case a basically they got charged with terrorism. Um, and, and so, yeah, it's. Pretty crazy what these guys are doing out here, derailing trains. Um, meanwhile, we cover how Europe, you know, they're having to fire back up all the coal plants and get everything back going just to stay afloat after they had to cut off Russia supply of natural gas and oil. So, um, you know, we're watching the climate change game play, play out and uh, there's some crazies out there, man. They're willing to do some crazy stuff. I don't know if that most recent coal train derailment was like that, but wouldn't be surprised. 
Breaking. Israeli Prime Minister Bennett's office says government to be disbanded, nation to go to new elections. So here we go. We have the Pope maybe resigning. We have Israel coming up with a new government. They're going to disband their current one and have new elections. Interesting to watch. We'll see how that plays out. Okay. So I wanted to briefly cover this thread. This is what happened between 3AC. Uh, I think it's, yeah, yeah, Three Arrows Capital, which is the big crypto hedge fund, okay? So this guy explains how basically they went to 3AC because they're trading $100 million per day. They, you heard that correctly, yes, and that, that wasn't a mistake. They're trading over $100 million per day in cryptocurrency. So they went to this hedge fund so that they could conduct trading without having to pay fees. Because you can imagine how much you'd be paying in fees if you're trading uh, over over nine figures per day, okay? Um, uh, essentially, is he says, so our agreement with them was we withdraw whenever we want. 100% of the P&L belongs to us. They are never to move our funds without permission. Increases the risk of our positions getting liquidated, right? They didn't want any of their funds moved. And in return, we pay them fees for their service. So they agreed to maybe like some set fees, um, but but not per trade, I guess. Um, he says, this was a mutually beneficial relationship for over one and a half years. We had known them since 2018, thought that they were competent and didn't think they were degen enough to lose billions and not employ basic risk management. Okay, so he says, on June 12th, with the market dropping and needing some funds from the account for positions on other exchanges, we asked for a withdrawal from the ops team, which was honored. On June 13th, with the continuation of the drop, we asked for a bigger withdrawal. There was no reply, but we didn't think much of it at the time. After a while, the market stabilized, so we no longer needed the funds. We thought maybe they were just busy. Fast forward to 24 hours ago, which this is from about five, six days ago. This is June 15th. Fast forward to 24 hours ago, our funds monitoring script noticed that 1 million was missing from our accounts with them. We reached out. They didn't reply, blah, blah, blah. Okay, long story short, uh, there was rumors circling about the insolvency. This is, this is the summarization of this. What we learned is that we were levered long everywhere and were getting margin called. Instead of answering the margin calls, they ghosted everyone. The platforms had no choice but to liquidate their positions, causing the markets to dump further. Okay. So he's still in this battle. He's asking for other platforms that have their funds to freeze them, basically to freeze the 3AC funds until they can get their funds out of 3AC. This basically is contagion spreading throughout the cryptocurrency space, the bank run. The debt crisis, liquidity crisis has hit the cryptocurrency space. And this is just one example of, you know, some big shots trading over $100 million per day with this hedge fund being locked out of their funds, essentially. Right. Um, so, folks, <laughs> stay safe out there. Not your keys, not your crypto. I know many of us aren't trading $100 million per day. <laughs> we don't have that problem. But you're seeing the contagion is spreading. And here is... Uh, another thread on BlockFi. BlockFi will undergo a liquidity crisis by the end of 2022, 90% certain. BlockFi has already lost substantial amount of money in 2022, 101% certain. Here's a thread to investigate and explain WTF is going on with BlockFi. So I'm not going to go into this thread as well, but you guys can see the, 
the Grim Reaper here, taking out Luna, taking out UST, taking out Celsius, taking out 3AC, and on the way to BlockFight. And then after that door, you could just put every other major cryptocurrency uh, exchange platform because this is just the start of an absolute bloodbath carnage moment in the cryptocurrency space. Okay. Run on the banks in China, run on the cryptocurrency exchanges, the DeFi platforms, and we have a run on the banks in China. Long lines in Henan, Shanghai, and Dandong. Limits on how much cash they can withdraw. So, continued bank runs over there. Okay. Um, see, we got this tweet here, uh, Dr. Lin Flynn. Why aren't hospitals, cardiac units, and admins telling the truth about their budget and planning for an 85% increase in cardiac surgery over the next five years? Asking for a friend. I don't know if that's true. I can't verify that. But boy, oh boy, is the health crisis here. And it's impacting everyone. It's actually really sad, actually. Um, so I, I can't cover that much more on uh, the YouTube, but you guys know the deal. <clears throat> okay, so this one's from Crypto Whale. Binance just admitted to using Tether to buy over $2 billion worth of Bitcoin this weekend to, quote, stabilize its price. The fact that we need corrupt Chinese companies to bail out Bitcoin really makes you realize how non-decentralized Bitcoin truly is. Too bad 10K is still inevitable. So Crypto Whale calling for 10K. Many people are as well. And uh, yeah, we have not bottomed until Tether implodes. It's very simple, guys. And that's just one of the main reasons why we're going to still bottom out further. Okay. Now, as I titled this video, an abrupt correction, we have breaking news from the European Central Bank President Christine Lagarde is warning the risk of an abrupt correction on Europe's financial and housing markets is high. There it is. We are on the final stretch now. Now, remember, you got to think mirror with these people. And you also have to understand that when they say that there's a risk of something happening, that means that it's already baked into the cake. They've been given the green light. Okay, Christine, now you can say that there's a risk of an abrupt correction for Europe's financial and housing market. Okay, it's safe to go ahead. It's locked in. It's going to take place. It's already underway. You can go look like the smart gal, go in front of the masses, tell the peasants that there's going to be an abrupt correction. She's going to act like it's very healthy and it's all good and fine and dandy. And we knew that this was going to happen and da, 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 you know. And the average person gets absolutely wiped out by this financial tsunami. So if you guys are wondering what to do right now, if you want full access, you can head on over to my website, ZachRector.com. You can sign up for our Patreon, get in our Discord, and you can get access to our community of like-minded individuals. You'll have direct access to me. You'll get access to our business development program that we're launching, and you'll get all of our strategies for cryptocurrency, precious metals, real estate, and business, and also prepping is talked about in our Discord as well. We cover all the bases because we want a full encompassing strategy for surviving the chaos and taking advantage of the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. With that being said, I appreciate all of you guys if you're tuning in on the Spodcast, uh, on the Spotify podcast, on Apple, whatever platform you're on. If you're on the YouTubes, the TikTok, I appreciate everyone in our community. Uh, if you haven't, I just put out a recession to-do list video as well. So check that out. It's a quick rundown of a few things that I think everyone should be considering right now during the recession that they're debating whether or not it's going to come this year, next year. I'm here to tell you we are already in it. 
If they fudge the numbers, it's a lie. We are in a recession. We are in the starts of an inflationary depression. I hope you guys have a plan. I hope you're prepared. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.